Hi, everyone. As you may have realized from the title of the episode, we're going to be talking about trauma in the chakras. This can be a very sensitive topic, and I wanted you to know right up front so you can make the best decision for you about listening to these episodes. They will not be graphic or specific, but if you think it'll cause you harm to listen, please don't. Your emotional and mental health is really important. Take care of it. Hello, my name is Sarah and I am your chakra coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. I hope that you are well and safe and happy. I've been really into loving-kindness meditations lately, which sounds a little weird to say like they're a fad or something, but I've been doing it daily for a few weeks, and I've really noticed a difference in how my heart feels, which is the whole point, I suppose, but something about the consistency of doing it day in and day out has changed me. Now, if you're familiar with the practice, you may know that part of a loving-kindness meditation is sending love to and trying to feel love for a person or for people that you might have trouble feeling that way toward. And that hasn't really gotten easier. But I have started looking forward to that part rather than resisting it as I know it's coming. Getting really uncomfortable and awkward around it because I can feel the shift. Have you ever felt that or have you ever heard someone say that? It's it's sometimes almost as if the practice physically shifts something and energy can flow through my heart chakra better. Uh, it's hard to explain but but that's what I've been up to with my meditation practice since absolutely no one asked. <laughs> Let's talk about you. How are you doing with any practices you're incorporating into your life right now? I've gotten some messages from people who have started to practice some yoga to help deal with trauma or inner child work has been a big one lately. What are you doing? There isn't a wrong answer or anything. Maybe your practice is listening to this show and reflecting once a week. If so, thank you. Whatever it is that you're doing for yourself, be grateful. If you're acknowledging your energetic trauma and starting to deal with that for the first time, be grateful. If you're seeking therapy, be grateful. Be filled with grace and compassion for yourself, especially as we continue this journey through chakra trauma. You're doing a good job. Maybe we don't say that enough to adults. You're doing a good job at getting through life and making it one day to the next. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. 
Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We move today to the throat chakra. It is located in your throat and governs your neck, jaw, ears, nose, and a little down into your shoulders where it meets the heart chakra. Energetically, it is responsible for your right to speak and to be heard, as well as your right and responsibility to listen. Listen with discernment and understanding, which isn't the same thing as just hearing and believing anything anyone tells you. Much like the sacral chakra, I find that a lot of people have imbalances or trauma here. You've maybe heard me say it before, but the sacral and throat chakra are often considered a pair, so it's not particularly surprising that we'd see trauma in both of these energy centers. Some things that can cause trauma in the throat, and they will sound familiar if you listen to the podcast regularly. Lies, which are the shadow side here, and also one of the greatest causes of injury. Lies told to us explicitly or implicitly by our parents, by teachers, by authority figures, by friends, by anyone who we might trust or think we should trust. Lies or mixed messages from these people can cause our own throats to become traumatized. What kind of lies? Well, all kinds really, but ones I see a lot are lies about who we are at a core level. That we're not worth anything, that you're a good-for-nothing, that you're not smart, that you can only be loved if you achieve certain things, that you, what you think or have to say isn't valuable, that things you create artistically, musically, anything that expresses who you are in some way is not good. And people don't have to say these lies directly, although they absolutely do, but even if it's implied, it can hurt the throat chakra. This chakra is developing a lot during late childhood, right before adolescence, so anything that happens during that time is hitting a particularly vulnerable area and period of development. And this is, this is not a pity party by any means, but longtime listeners of the show, you know that this is a place I've struggled a lot in my life, and it's because during that time, I was told by teachers and other people a lot of these lies. Well, how do we know they're lies? Am I actually some sort of gifted painter and I was told that I wasn't? No, no, it's not exactly like that. It's the fact that at our core, each of us has 100% value and worth simply by being human, simply for existing, and nothing can change that. So it can't be true that we're good for nothing. And I've said it a million times, and I'll say it a million more. If you want to create art or songs or poems or dance or anything that expresses your ideas and emotions creatively, it is good. It, it literally could not matter less what people think about it. Because the act of creation is what matters. The act of expression. I, mm, I genuinely wish that as a society, we could 
get the idea out of our heads that it is important to be good at artistic endeavors to make them worth doing. I, I can't tell you the number of people who have said to me, for example, that they can't dance. And my personal belief is that everyone can dance and that everyone wants to. Moving our bodies rhythmically, I think, is a primal urge that gets pushed down or beaten out of us because whatever societal norms have been arbitrarily put on us. People all over the world dance, and lots of cultures have no problem with it. And I'm, I'm sure they have other hang-ups that I don't know about, and dancing is just an example, but the point is that we get told these lies that our creative expression has to meet some standard to be worth doing, and that simply isn't true. But the lies get into us, and we take them on as our own. And then they become the lies we tell ourselves, and the trauma perpetuates indefinitely. I think everyone hears a certain amount of these lies, but not everyone ends up with trauma. Most people are lucky enough to have someone in their lives who counters those untruths. A critical mother can be balanced by a supportive father, or a teacher that takes on a mentorship role can help push back against any damage being done at home. It's, it's when there isn't enough of that support, when there's too much criticism, too much being told these damaging lies, that we start to see trauma. Along the same lines of criticism is verbal abuse. Now, verbal abuse is almost always a component of physical abuse that we see in the lower chakras, but it can absolutely exist on its own. Yelling, blaming, shouting, berating, belittling. These are all things that can damage the throat chakra, especially when we're children and don't have any ways to defend ourselves or speak up for ourselves. These sorts of traumas can show themselves in your life in a variety of ways. In earlier episodes, we talked about how there can be excessive or low energy in the chakras due to trauma, and the throat is the same. If the lies and the yelling and the criticism lowers your energy here, you can find yourself unable to speak up, to express yourself, and not just not being able to find the words, which is a part of it, but truly believing that expressing yourself is bad or that you shouldn't. It can feel unsafe as if expressing yourself will leave to lead to harm, physical or emotional harm, that your words will be turned against you. Extreme introversion is part of throat chakra trauma. And believe me, as a solid introvert myself, I'm not saying introversion is something to be fixed or corrected, because it isn't a problem that needs fixing by any means. But when it's extreme, when it gets in the way of you functioning in the world in the way you want to, in a way that feels healthy to you, that's when it's trauma. Introversion so intense that it causes harm to you. I'll give you kind of a silly example from my own life. Um, <laughs> many years ago, I was out to lunch with some friends and I bit into my sandwich and found a giant piece of plastic, uh, a strip of plastic with sharp edges like, the, like from the lid of a plastic container or something. It was sharp enough that it cut my mouth. 
I, I pulled the plastic out of my mouth, out of the sandwich. It was several inches long. How no one saw it is kind of amazing, but I pulled it out and I, I wiped a little blood off of my lip. And my friends were absolutely appalled. And I said, oh, no, it, it's fine. Because I didn't want to speak up for myself for fear of, of, of what? Of what? Causing a problem? Making someone mad? Who knows? But the idea of bringing this to anyone's attention, to draw attention to myself in any way, was just terrible because my throat chakra was so damaged. Anyway, <laughs> my friends said, no, it absolutely is not fine. And they helped me find a resolution. And while I appreciated it, and I still do, looking back at myself and seeing how afraid I was to speak to anyone is enlightening. That's extreme introversion. That's where it causes problems. That's extreme fear of confrontation. That's extreme inability to speak up for yourself. Because there was no way that I was going to cause a problem or suffer any real harm by speaking about a, a piece of plastic in my sandwich at a restaurant. But my perception was that I would. So that's a, a fairly low-key example of how trauma can express itself. But maybe apply the ideas more broadly to your own life and see if that resonates in any way. If energy is excessive, we might have the opposite problem. Constant talking, interrupting, not listening or not understanding the things that are said to us. You know how you know how sometimes you can hear something and understand the words themselves but have no idea what is being said? If it happens a lot, that can be the sign of trauma in the throat chakra because of its responsibility for the ears and hearing, not just speaking. Lots of people have trouble with gossiping because of damage here too. It can be that... Um, because you were told what you had to say wasn't valuable, you now believe that if you have anything that people might listen to, you have to say it. That a piece of information about someone might get us the attention to our words that we always wanted. Or the idea that knowing things that other people don't gives us power. And it's hard, because most of us don't want to think about ourselves as people who talk behind other people's backs. In fact, I hear a lot of you know I never gossip, and you know I never tell secrets from the very people who tell the most secrets. And my guess is that we don't even realize we're doing it most of the time. That our throat chakra trauma is driving these behaviors in a, in a, well, a, a misguided effort to heal ourselves. Secrets can be another kind of trauma. Children who are tasked with not telling especially if they're not supposed to tell on an adult or an, an authority figure, can have all kinds of throat chakra difficulties as an adult. Secrets, I think, literally block the throat. Not good secrets like what you got someone for their birthday or that there's a lovely surprise planned for them, but the kind of secrets that eat away at you. A secret is an energy that gets caught right there in the middle of your throat. You can feel a physical discomfort, like a lump. Secrets can make it hard to swallow or can cause tightness in your jaw. And secrets block energy from flowing in either direction, starving the other energy centers of energy, 
literally eating away at you energetically. And when this happens to children who can't begin to process what's happening to them, the trauma is enormous. And then we see all those signs we talked about earlier of either too much or too little energy, or sometimes both as we swing wildly between the extremes trying to find balance. So if you've been listening to any of this and it sits with you and you feel like maybe this was you, maybe you know you had these kinds of things happen to you as a child. Maybe they're still happening to you or you've experienced trauma as an adult. What can you do? First, try to remember that trauma isn't your fault. Blaming yourself won't help. Won't help. In fact, it could hold you back. But taking some action toward healing, even seemingly simple things, can start to make a big difference really fast in the throat, in my experience. Try physically loosening your throat. Gentle neck rolls or stretches, and for the shoulders too. See if you can make some actual space in there for energy to start flowing a little more. Try some throat opening yoga poses. I went over a lot of those in episode 39, so I won't do that here, but feel free to go back and check those out. Sing loud. Sing in the shower. Sing in your car. Sing out in your yard. Go make some noise. Start a podcast. Get your voice out there. Get your ideas into the world. I do this thing where I just say any idea that pops into my head sometimes, but I speak it. And sometimes, a lot of times, it's ridiculous. And that's not a judgment. I have some truly off-the-wall ideas that defy physics and logic, but I say them because we can't afford to let our throats continue to be blocked. And I frequently follow up by saying, I have a lot of ideas. Say that. Say affirmations. Say, I express myself clearly. Or any affirmation that you like. I encourage you, if you're working on the throat, to say them aloud. I love a good internal affirmation, but the spoken word is outrageously powerful. So speak out. Create art. Anything that expresses your emotions. I mentioned dance earlier, but if you're really working here, consider creating something that will have a physical expression when you finish. Something tangible. Write a poem. Record a song. Make something with Play-Doh. It doesn't matter exactly, but if you can see or hear it after it's done, that will make a strong impact. Or if you find you struggle with a lot of energy here, you talk a lot, interrupt. Practice intentional silence. When someone is telling you a story, see if you can nod or smile in encouragement rather than making a sound or telling a story. We don't, we don't need to be weird about it, but for those of us with excessive energy here, we find ourselves jumping into the middle of someone else's moment in an effort to relate. Practice silence. And I, I do mean practice because it won't be easy if that's your reflex, but that's what healing is, moving away from the energetic extremes. And when we feel balanced here, we'll be better communicators, better listeners. We'll express ourselves clearly and with compassion 
and tact. Maybe we'll hear rhythm and be moved to dance. Seriously, though, I don't think anyone's life has ever gotten worse from becoming a better communicator, from having more balance in the throat. So consider a few of these ideas if you feel that trauma in your throat chakra might be affecting your life. That's the throat, my friends. Keep letting me know what you're thinking and feeling about this series or anything on the show, really. I'm, I'm here for it. Find me on Instagram or Facebook at Your Chakra Coach. If you message me, I promise to get back to you ASAP. Also this week, the entire seven-day chakra manifesting course is on the Patreon page. There are videos and exercises to really help you start creating the life you want. And that's available to anyone who joins the Patreon page at any level. So I'll put the link in the show notes if you want to check that out. I can't, I can't tell you enough how grateful I am to everyone over there for your support and love and kindness. I, I want to continue to bring value and light and clarity and understanding of the chakras into your life for a long time to come. And your support helps me do that. So thank you. Now, I said this last week, and thank you to Christina who pointed it out, so I'm going to say it again. Have a beautiful day inside and out. Change your mind, change yourself, change the world. Until next week, bye.